welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, Dinner Time in the Sick Ward. The friar could not remember what he had come into the room to do. He was not even thinking about that now. He was staring in shock at the scene before him. He knew that the monastery nurse cared for more than just sick friars. Even the animals received his care. Apparently, his latest patient was a sick mother dog with a new litter. The nurse was in the room with them. He had brought them a bowl of soup and was watching the puppies and their mother lap it up. The nurse was also caring for a sick mother cat and her kittens. He had also fed them, and the felines were eating away. What shocked this fire, though, was that the dogs and the cats were eating from the same bowl. These were not domesticated animals. These were feral creatures that ran the streets, natural enemies. However, they set aside their differences for this meal at the behest of the nurse. Eat, be quiet, and do not quarrel, he told them. Regaining his senses, the friar was about to turn and call in more brothers to see this wonder when his eye caught sight of something else. A little mouse had poked its tiny head out of a hole in the wall. Smelling the soup, it was cautiously scurrying closer and closer to the bowl. The nurse saw the mouse and addressed it. Don't be afraid, little one. If you are hungry, come and eat with the others. Without hesitation, the mouse bounded over, jumped on the edge of the bowl, and began eating right between the dogs and the cats. All three species sat around the soup, peacefully eating together. To the friar who had just walked in, the scene was incredible. But this was just another day for the wonder-working nurse. He cared for all with charity, whether rich or poor or even an animal. His deep humility and holiness made him beloved by the whole city, and his works of healing were nothing short of miraculous. The monastery nurse, Dominican friar, and patron saint of domesticated animals, named Saint Martin 
Deportes. And for this week, that's the word. The topic of today's story was suggested by Sue on Instagram. Thank you very much, Sue. We really enjoy getting to know more about St. Martin de Porres. That is so true. We've told many stories about Dominicans on this podcast. And I wonder how many people, when we mentioned at the end of our story that our subject was the patron saint of domesticated animals, how many people gravitated to St. Francis of Assisi rather than St. Martin de Porres? I really don't understand why we do the blessing of the animals on St. Francis's feast day, given how tenuous the connection is between St. Francis and animals versus how strong the connection is between St. Martin de Porres and animals. My question is, how long have we been blessing animals on the feast of St. Francis of Assisi? And depending how long ago that started, who was that person? And I would love to have them have a PR position because they really know how to promote something that affects not only Catholics, but even non-Catholics associate St. Francis with animals. So one thing I think is important, we talked about St. Martin de Porres and his connection and care for animals, and we mentioned his charity toward all. But I think it's worthwhile talking a little bit more about him and why was this person from a remote area of the world declared a saint? Contrary to how it may sound, St. Martin de Porres was not holed up in a monastery hidden from the world, partially because of his humility and his wonderworking. He was a great miracle worker. When people get stabbed in the street and they're brought to you and you put your hand on them and they're healed, word gets around. St. Martin de Porres worked so many amazing healings that the whole city could not help but know about him. Now it's trivia time. Ba-ba-ba. Last story's trivia question was, what book did St. Raymond encourage St. Thomas Aquinas to write? The answer is the Summa Contra Gentiles. Gentiles refers to, of course, non-believers. This story's trivia question is, in what city did St. Martin live? That question again, in what city did St. Martin live? If you think you know the answer, email us or contact us on social media and let us know. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story at thunderrock.org, where you can see an image of St. Martin de Porres. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas like Sue did. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.